Hi, I'm Carrie. And I'm Diana. And you're listening to Fiction Kitchen, where we're cooking with inspiration from our favorite books, movies, and TV. Today we are talking about The Nightmare Before Christmas. And I finally can say it is the season! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Surprised, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to... <laughs> wanted to get that out of us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's, like, one of the lines that has stuck with me since a kid and which I have actually used. Oh, nice. <laughs> in conversation throughout the years. <laughs> it's always good to pick up a quote from, like, an yeah. iconic movie. Yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've, I've decorated my house for Halloween. Um, I think last episode I was complaining about, like, how hot it still was, and it's not at all mm. anymore. It's quite cold as we're walking to the bus stop at 6.30 in the morning. <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah, it's that season Woo! where you have to dress in layers because it's yeah, yeah, like, yeah. really like, cold in the morning, and then what the heck. Right, it's still afternoon. very, yeah, it's like... still very warm in the <laughs> afternoon, but yeah, the mornings are pretty cold. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yes, like, I'm so glad, yeah, Halloween's here, I'm excited, I'm going to the Renaissance Festival tomorrow, <gasps> cool. um, which is, like, a seasonal thing for us, like, I feel like we're so lucky that our Renaissance Festival is during the fall. Um, we but... have some around here, too. But oh, okay. I, I haven't been to one since I've lived here, but. Oh, I love yeah, it. We cool we go every I'm... year, yeah. yeah. But I like that it's during the fall because it just kind of gives like a whole extra like layer to the atmosphere <laughs> or whatever. The colors match. I always, like when I think of like Renaissance festivals and medieval stuff. Like it's I always think of like earth tones and yeah. I don't know like the dark reds and things like that. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could, I could definitely see some like flowery, springy fairies or whatever. But yeah, fall I think fits like really well. And, and, and turkey also, legs, big old turkey legs. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. man, tricky lyrics. I'm going to eat one of those tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, like, people are, I feel like, are more willing to dress up around Halloween, too, because, like, half the, yeah, half the crowd is just, like, walking around in, like, nuts outfits. <laughs> I've been there. I've been there myself. <laughs> so, it's great. <laughs> Carrie, you are awesome. I didn't, I don't think I realized, I don't think I knew that you went to Renaissance Fairs, like, as an annual tradition. Oh, yeah. And dressed up and stuff. Well, I'm, uh, I, like, awesome. I haven't dressed up every time, but, like, yeah, I've, I've dressed up quite a few times. <laughs> so... I'm not playing. See, now that I have kids, like, I'm dressing my kids up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've noticed more's that the, for myself, too. More's the thing. Uh, Although, one year, like, we all did go as, like, a, a, you know, a group, and we all dressed up in, like, kids and adults alike, <laughs> so that was pretty fun. Awesome. But anyway, yeah, looking forward to that. All right, so we have a really great um, movie that I think we're both big fans of to talk about. And lots of music involved, and yeah. lots of so opportunity. You can keep talking. I'll just do the background. I know. Music. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you just do background through Tasty Dark? <laughs> yeah, lots of opportunity for Diana to sing. <laughs> this is like what I. You don't want to hear me sing so hard in the car. Like I'll just like beatbox or like do all kinds of stuff in the car with my daughter. <laughs> this, this is her favorite fandom. Oh, I planet. sing in the car with my kids. I'm just not going to sing yeah. on the podcast. <laughs> so like I'll just. <laughs> Yeah. Even with a blinker, the beat of the Oh, perfect. Like matches blinker up. light. It's like it's a really good beat to like do. Oh yeah, my my horn music. My horn plays uh this is Halloween when I honk it. Yeah. Oh my wait, what? <laughs> wait, are you for real? No, of course not. Cuz I'm like some don't some people have musical Oh yeah, horns? yeah, like 
Well, na 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 na. So what would it be? That needs to happen. That's not true, but I want to be. That's a reality in my mind now. For you now, when I envision, my car has like bat wings coming off of it. It's like the mayor's car right. from Halloween yeah, Town. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's how I'll roll into carpool lane. <laughs> yeah. So, so take home message is that <laughs> the mayor before Christmas music plus car yes equals much entertainment. Awesome. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Okay, so tasty time. All right, so tasty time. All right, so before we get into this movie that we both love, um, we're going to do tasty time where we talk about what's going on in fiction food. Tasty time. So um, we have a couple quick updates to, like, stuff we've talked about in the past. First of all, it's hashtag Birdoween in full swing now. Um, People posting their... Uh, Tim Burton-inspired recipes from any movie he has directed or produced or whatever. Like, we're not, you know, being too specific about it. So, yeah, like, a lot of fun recipes, um, like, out there now and, you know, fits very well with the season. So, I think, yeah, I don't think you, we haven't posted one yet, but we're planning to. And then, you know, of course, like, you know, the recipes we talked about tonight will be in that category. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like lots of good stuff. Um, you can check it out on the um, Fandom Foodies Facebook group, which we will link to, or um, I'm hosting this month on my website, witchy-kitchen.com. Yeah, it's our Tim Burton link up. Um, another quick update is um, we've talked about in the in the past, um, Kitchen Overlord has a new Ooh. cookbook coming out, coming out this winter, which is... Um, Dead Delicious, a horror cookbook, which, of course, like, my eyes have been wide. This looks, like, super fun. <laughs> yeah, because I remember, um, I haven't looked, I haven't looked that up yet, but I know on her website, um, she's had, like, zombie, a lot of, like, zombie-inspired things, or, like, Walking Dead and yeah. stuff, so. Yeah. So, yeah, the stuff looks, like, pretty gruesome. Like, this is Ooh. that, like, um... Like, I, I do, like, a lot of spooky stuff, but I don't do a lot of, like, just, like, oh, gross stuff, but right. this looks, like... I don't want to put that in my mouth. Gory. <laughs> but, no, I mean, it looks, like, gory and, and gross, but also, like, kind of interesting, and I'm sure it'll be it's delicious. It's like the yeah. your friends at a party kind of thing. Yeah, like yeah, like, so perfect for, thing. like, Halloween parties and that type of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Very like, cool. yeah, so this, yeah, a couple quick updates. And then I think for this time we wanted to do something a little bit different. Cause like we both gotten on our own, like, um, uh, like our just own kicks, our own kicks of whatever. Yeah. So what you're media we're consuming. Right yes, now. exactly. So you're, you're on a major K drama kick and I'm on a major anime kick and like both of our things have been like very food heavy. So like, why don't you talk about like what you've been watching and what kind of food they've been. All right. So yeah, this is yeah. just an excuse for us to like gush about yeah the shows that we <laughs> like yeah we're like there's stuff that we might not <laughs> necessarily we'll, like, yeah we might not necessarily have an episode on it food. but it's still fun to talk about like food and stuff <laughs> yeah so yeah um so yeah Korean drama I love it and yes. and yeah I've totally been on a kick of Korean drama um so there's one show it's um you can watch it on Hulu right now and also on, on uh, Vicky. 
and it's called Moonlight Drawn by Clouds, and it's super sweet. It's a seiguk, so it's a period drama, um, and it's another one of the, like, gender, gender bent, or, like, um, where the girl dresses up like a guy. So, similar to, like, Sunken Kwan Scandal, the episode that we did, um, a while ago. But anyway, so there is, um, there's a lot of, well, just Korean dramas in general, they have a lot of food, like, throughout, um, but this one has, it's a dessert that keeps reappearing called Yakwa. I'm not sure if I'm saying it right, Yakwa. It's Y-A-K-G-W-A, and it's a honey confection. Um, and Which it was looks actually... and sounds delicious, because we were, yeah, we were just yeah. kind of Googling it before beforehand. Yeah. Yeah, and it's usually in, like, a flower shape. Um, it, I mean, it looks kind of like a little cake or a little cookie. Um, but, yeah, so it's, it's honey and sesame oil and wheat flour. So it's, like, very simple, um, but... Anciently, it was considered um, medicinal food because of the honey, um, and so, so I thought that was kind of cool. But in the in the show, uh, one of the main characters calls the love interest, like says that she is his like yakwa dessert, like you you are, but, you know, which is means like sweet and uplifting and enjoyable but also medicinal like that you help help me to feel better in my heart and oh like so it's like a double meaning which i i love that, that and is... so that's brought up a few times yeah um that's and then there's a couple side characters that also that dessert is part of their like cute courtship so so that's just kind of fun that that um, traditional dessert or confection is part of that. Um, and then the other drama I've been watching, which is, oh my gosh, it's like so incredible, <laughs> is called Scarlet Heart Rio. Like, it's a Korean remake of a, um, of a Chinese drama from several years ago. But, oh my gosh, it's so incredible. And it, both of these are currently airing. What's it called um, again? Scarlet Heart what? Uh, Scarlet Heart, uh, colon, R-Y-E-O. So, like, sh- I don't know if it's short for Goryeo, which is the oh, okay. ancient word for, like, what Korea was. Um, but, oh my gosh, that's another Seiguk, like, um, historical piece, and it's freaking incredible. And Chrysanthemum Tea is a big deal there. Um, ah. so Chrysanthemum Tea, Chrysanthemum Tea, I shouldn't like, try to say things too fast. Chrysanthemum Tea is made often... Um, and because there, it has a ton of health benefits, um, anciently. So it was, um, Oh, interesting. Used a lot. Yeah. I and, would love that. You know, I'm all about the floral, like, <laughs> yeah. Stuff. Yeah. So that, yeah. so it has like, it's a good source of vitamins, but also like helps lower temperature. Um, if your body is overheating or if you have an illness, um, like that. And so, which one of the characters does, and so that's why. Oh, okay. But they, yeah, I was know, about to say, how, say how, how does it factor into the story? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like in the story, they don't say, you know, you're going to have this because here are the properties. So it was just kind of cool to like look it up and be like, oh, that's why. Yeah. They wrote it in like that because it really is like they're not just randomly throwing out like, oh, let's make some flour tea. Like, <laughs> well, that sounds like. Um... Ayurveda, like there's there's stuff that um, you know is like either warming or cooling. You know, every food mm-hmm. has like a different property or whatever. So yeah, it sounds like kind of the same concept. Mm-hmm. That's cool. 
Yeah. So, so yeah. So that's just cool that they did that his, that historical research, or whatever. Um, for that, anyway. Okay. So tell now. Let's talk about the couple anime that you've been watching. Okay. Yeah. So like I I watched um, Orange. Um, yeah, I don't know, like, I haven't watched the anime in a long time, but I've just been, like, in a mood lately, and so I watched that, and it was very sweet and very sad, and just, like, really, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Like, I'm watching more, um, I've been in the mood for more, like, current day stuff, just, be- mm-hmm. and, and, like, with not a whole lot of, like, supernatural stuff going on, um, just to kind of, like, see the day-to-day life and this, that like type of the stuff. the slice of life. Yes, the slice That's of life, exactly. Yeah. What's it called? Shoujo or whatever? Yeah, I think that's the... Yeah, probably sh- shoujo, and then Slice of Life is the, like, um... Genre. Or drum, genre, kind of, yeah. Yeah. So, like, I'm I'm watching that type of stuff. Yeah, so I watched Orange, which was great, and I really enjoyed it. And it's very, you know, digestible, because it's only 13 episodes at this point. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but, like, in, in that... There's a lot of bento boxes which I've been into lately. Yeah, so like um, yeah, like the the main character makes a lot of bento boxes for this this guy, and hers are all very cute. Like they have little animals and like different dishes, and he really likes her mashed potatoes and like <laughs> this and that. So it's very cute. But then the one I just started watching is all about food, which is um, sweetness and lightning. Um, which, like, I've, I've only watched two episodes so far, but, like, the whole point of it is cooking. So, um, it's about a, a single father. His wife, um, died pretty recently, and he has a very young daughter, and he just doesn't know how to cook, and so he doesn't know how to feed her. And then he has a student who's very lonely, and her mom has a restaurant, so they all start cooking together, which is a little weird that he's like with his student and everything <laughs> so <laughs> i haven't like formed my opinion on that um but he asked her mother if it's okay and she says okay so it's not as creepy as it could be i guess i don't know <laughs> whatever it's a little it's a little creepy still <laughs> but the food's good <laughs> so so yeah. far but see nobody knows how to cook like even though the girl's mother has a restaurant like she's she's afraid of cutting with knives and so she wants him to like help her with that and then he just wants to cook a meal for his daughter which is so sweet because she's like, you know, he feeds her, like, store-bought, um, you know, frozen food and this, this type of stuff every day, and she just wants a decent meal, and, and she's so happy when she gets, like, a bowl of plain rice. She's like, this is the most delicious thing I've eaten, you know, like, forever. He's like, damn, I need to learn how to cook. So, yeah, so, like, they start cooking little by little. Like, so in the second episode, they cook, like, a soup, you know, so, like, they're, they're starting off, and so every episode, they cook, like, something different, so I'm like, Ooh, so, like, not only, like, am I on an anime kick, like, I'm on a Japanese cooking kick, so this is pretty fun to watch, you know, because I know some of the stuff they cook later in the season I've already made, so I'm like, ooh, I know that one, so, because each episode has, like, a title of, like, the stuff they cooked that episode, so, yeah, Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. (laughs) Really neat, because, like, that there's this whole, um, genre, it's actually a whole genre of, in anime and in um even in korean drama but like that it's all about food that's so cool like, in, like i've, I've in seen anime and manga i've seen like, like the food wars show or whatever yeah, food wars yeah there's kitchen princess there's okay oh my gosh i can't even remember it all damn like, I'm, I'm, the, I'm gonna need to get into this because i'm like yeah it's like a whole thing i'm I so far it. enthralled like when because i just this is the, the so- asian asian people they know where it's at like, yeah with their, their industry like 
Because, right. yeah, Korean dramas, there's, like, kimchi family. There's, like... Right! Yeah. King, Kim Tae-gu. Like, there's all these... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, the first episode is so funny because, basically, they make a pot of rice. Which, you know, so- sounds like the most basic thing. But it's not at all. Like, I mean, there's, there's like, steps involved. You have to rinse it. And you have to soak it. Yeah, and you have to, like, do this and that. And so... Like, I, I had gotten my, like, basmati technique down. Like, I've had that for years, you know. But, like, when I start cooking, like, Japanese rice, I'm like, this is different because it's, like, a, it's, it's a different process. So, like, I've, I've been, like, looking at websites and going, like, step by step and, like, really doing it. And so, like, within the last couple of weeks, I've been like, yes, I've got this. I, I can make a pot of rice. <laughs> and so when I watch the show and they're, like fretting over making rice i'm like yes i'm like this is what i was going through so it's it's very cute it's exactly and like yeah they do everything step by step i'm like perfect okay so we're all on the same page here so so it's fun to watch that because i had just recently experienced that you know like learning how to cook the perfect pot of rice (laughs) so (laughs) yeah that was pretty cool so anyway yeah it's it's fun so yeah we should do we should do an episode on sweetness and lightning I think because that was someone suggested that to me too like oh, okay because of the food and I, so yeah I think I, I became aware of it because I saw a lot of stuff like popping up online yeah. like oh this or that and I'm like oh okay I it sounds like one that what I, I would love oh you would like, I've seen a couple episodes so. I, I think you would enjoy it <laughs> so <laughs> I know your taste by now <laughs> <So>. yeah <laughs> it, it's very sweet and there's good food so you'll like it <laughs> So, all right. So, let's get into The Nightmare Before Christmas. So, it's cool that The Nightmare Before Christmas is uh, was originally a poem. So, just like Clement Seymour's um, The Night Before Christmas. So, Which I knew was... by heart as a child. Like, oh a, as goodness. a small, like a, like a th- uh, maybe not three, like four or five year old child. I knew it by heart because we read it a lot. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I only know like little snippets. That's very cool. Um, so yeah, so Tim Burton was, it was like 1982 or something and he was, I don't know, out shopping and he was inspired by the change of decoration in a shop window from Halloween decorations to Christmas decorations. And so with that inspiration, he like wrote this, um, like spoof poem, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, how Um, fun. I didn't know this whole backstory. Yeah. Yeah, and then, um, and eventually, like, it became a picture book with his, like, concept sketches and, um, and then a movie. Um, but yeah, apparently, like, Disney, because he was working for Disney at the time when he wrote the poem and he approached them to, like, he wanted it to be, like, a TV special or something. Um, but then Disney was like, mm, nope. And then he, like, got <laughs> fired from Disney. He, like, got fired from Disney, but then he got famous because of Beetlejuice and Batman. Uh, so they and come then, crawling back. <laughs> yeah, and then they still a had Disney the movie. rights. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, somehow Disney had the rights to Nightmare Before Christmas, and so then they did agree to make a movie out of it, and really good that they did, because it's a classic. Like, it's... <laughs> yeah, it's super is. So, oh my yeah, goodness. so 1993. I can't yeah. believe it's 1993. Like, I was looking at the year on this, I'm like, is it really that old? But I guess it is, you know. But like... it looks really good. Like, we have the Blu-ray in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stop motion is just awesome. But yeah, it, um, so he, Tim Burton, like, it is his, because it's based on his idea, um, but he uh, had to 
step back and only be the producer because he was at that time doing Batman Returns. So he had to um, bring in Henry Selleck to be the director. And he, Henry Selleck, is famous for Coraline. So another creepy... Oh, okay, because, yeah, I was wondering why there was a different director. Yeah, I obviously (laughs) didn't read all the background on this. Oh, no, it's fine. Well, that's why I like Coraline. It says, from the people who did... Nightmare Before Christmas, and they oh, don't okay. mean Tim Burton. Right. They mean, <laughs> mean Henry Selleck. Because I'm yeah. a huge Coraline fan, like, almost even more so. Yeah, probably more so. Yeah, like, but I, it's I still love all that creepiness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah, creepy stop motion, I'm 100% on board with. Yeah, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, around the time it came out, like, yeah, like, my background with it, I don't know if I saw, I don't know if I saw it in the theater. Yeah, I didn't. I don't think I don't think I did. I don't have memories of it if I did. Um, but I did see it like around that time. But I didn't really know what to think of it, you know, because like I wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, I, like at that time we were like what eleven, twelve, like you know, around around that age, and yeah, we're you know, I was used to Disney movies and stuff. I'm like, I didn't know what to make of the stop motion thing. Um, so I don't think I became like a big fan of it until like much later. But I think in like the mid two thousands, you know. Um, like, Corpse Bride had come out, and um, Coraline, which I'm a huge fan of. And I love Corpse Bride, too. Um, I'm like, yes, I'm, I'm on board with this, and I love them. And so since then, like, it's become an almost yearly watch for me, you know, just around the, the holiday season, especially since I've had kids. <laughs> so, like, you know, yeah. I'll, I'll show them every year. So, um, yeah, yeah, I love it very much now. <laughs> yeah, so, like, stop, what you mentioned, the stop motion, like, yeah, stop motion is amazing but also it does have that like creepy aspect to it um growing up like as a kid on pbs there was uh the wind in the willows stop motion and so that was i feel like like that's the first stop motion i don't know if i've seen that and i loved it um I've seen yeah, Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> yeah, and then Wallace and Gromit. Which is, like, yeah, funny. Which... <laughs> you know, it's not creepy. Uh, yeah, Wallace and Gromit. But it yeah, does kind of give it a creepy quality. I'm, yeah. <clears throat> I think Especially it, like, that le- penguin. it lends itself well, yeah, to that. That's creepy. Um, yeah, so I remember, like... I and Frank and Weenie, too, theater. I should mention. I love Frank and Weenie. <laughs> yeah, you do. You made them weenies. I made them weenies. <laughs> um... But I remember in, I was in middle school and I had a friend who, like, she would just keep singing these weird songs. And then she, and so, and she, like, loved, so she must have seen it in the theater. And then she was telling me all about it. And she, like, memorized, she had memorized one of the, um, what's this? What's this? This Oh! So, like, she had memorized that, and she would sing it, and then she, like, wrote it down. She just took a pencil and a paper and just, like, right there, like, just wrote all the lyrics down and gave them to me. (laughs) Because she was just so excited, and somehow she knew it all. I mean, I guess she bought the cassette tape Oh, man, I remember those days of writing down (laughs) lyrics before internet. We used to, like, rewind tapes over and over again, (laughs) trying to get all the lyrics down. (laughs) Oh, so man. that was my Hashtag first. Old. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we did what we had to do. Right, know? that's right. Just, yeah, you know, kids, that was so easy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and so so that and then so eventually I saw it and I enjoyed it and then I remember watching it again as like a twenty something and I was like, what the heck? And then <laughs> like what? 
was a how what so you had the and opposite then, of reaction to me i was like at first i like i didn't know what to do with it i'm like ah, i didn't yeah, i can't process yeah i think then, i enjoyed yeah. it at first and then the <laughs> second time i was like what and then but then i watched it i don't know a few years ago and it was i was really impressed by it and so now i, I think we've probably watched it every year you know, nice okay past, so yeah because because as i said like it's my daughter's Favorite. Yeah, that's that's awesome that she Ever. had like such an immediate connection to it. That's very cool. Yeah, which is like, yeah, because I think my kids like I, it, but I'm they're not like super fans. Yeah, not like your daughter. Yeah, <laughs> like it's so curious and what like something about like she likes the creep, creep the whimsical, creepy stuff. Right. I guess is how, like was that what you'd call it? Like it's not the it's not gory, creepy. Right. No, that's that's the kind of kid I was. You know, I was in the yeah, exactly yeah. whimsical, creepy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. so, but yeah, I'm and I'm just really I'm really impressed with like how yeah because it's 1993, but it looks really good. Like, it does. It Although you, I mean, honestly, like seeing it lately it does feel a little dated when you see it next to like like for example Coraline you know because like oh yeah yeah but um it so it does feel a little dated but at the same time it kind of gives it that like kind of like cool quality to it I don't know you know because I I like that kind of like yeah vintage it doesn't make a is that the right I don't I don't think maybe that's not the right usage of the word oh what'd you say (laughs) I said vintage. Oh, yeah, totally. Vintage. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, vintage stop motion. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not into all this, like, newfangled stop motion. I only like vintage stop motion. <laughs> so. <laughs> but no, I mean, like, I, you can tell the difference, but it's not necessarily, like, a negative thing. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. I like it. Um, yeah, it, and the music. It kind of, cool. yeah, the music's fantastic. It's Danny Elfman, who, yeah, we all love. Well, he, yeah, he composed it all, right? But then he's also the singing voice for Jack. Oh, which, I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, so okay. it's a different voice. His speaking voice is different than the singing voice. So Danny Elfman does the singing voice. Because when Jack starts singing, I'm like, oh my gosh, I love that voice. Like, just keep, keep going. It's haunting. Please. Well, because he does, like... It's so smooth, and then it goes, and then he can do a deep. And I'm like, whoa, Danny Elfman, go. <laughs> spoiled all, spoiled all. I don't know, like just even that, like just some of the parts that he sings. It's like, what? <laughs> Is that me, fan? Am I fangirling? No, fangirl all over the place. Because yeah, I love Danny it. Elfman. Same. Sing to me. Leave me a message on my phone. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, so I'm super excited. I'll have to report back um, on our next episode because I'm oh, right, cause you're taking about, Amelia. Like... I'm taking my daughter to, yeah, the Baltimore Symphony Orchestra doing Nightmare Before Christmas, which she doesn't know about. It's a surprise. So. That seems like it'll be amazing. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm... I can't wait <laughs> to see her. Totally interested to hear that. <laughs> we. Okay, let's. <laughs> Well, yeah, we jump uh, in. Yeah, the... just quick note because we're talking about voices. Yeah. Like I, I'm looking at yeah. the IMDb page because I didn't know most of this stuff. Uh, I know I knew that Catherine O'Hara was the voice of Sally because she is like a frequent Tim Burton like mm. person. He's got his people, mm-hmm. you know. He he carries along. Um, Paul Rubens, Pee Wee, is the voice of Locke, which is one of the. Um, Lock, shock, and barrel are the three little uh, trigger <laughs> yeah. triggers that kid 
kidnap the Sandy Claws. Um, oh gosh, that's funny. I didn't realize that. Yeah, so <laughs> that's pretty cool. All right, so. Well, so, yeah. What the, so, so we read the book. So, yeah, for the kids' book club. Um, that oh, I yeah, asked, tell me about the book. I've never, yeah, I've never even seen the book. So, it's very cool that that's how it started out. with the, First with a poem and then with a, like, a illustrated book. Yeah, so, like, I'm not sure if the, so, yeah, the poem was first, and then concept art by Tim Burton. Um, and then, and then I, I'm not sure if the book, if the picture book came before, well, it says text and illustrations copyrighted in 1993, so maybe it came out it coincided with the release of the film, mm-hmm. like the picture book with the original poem and his illustrations. Um, but anyway, but Barnes and Nobles has a, uh, exclusive, like anniversary edition and it's available right now. Um, but we got it like a couple of years ago. Um, it's like a 20th anniversary edition and it has a CD with Christopher Lee reading the poem, which is actually, an extra on um, on the Blu-ray. Okay, nice. Blu-ray. Okay, so anyway, that's like so. So yeah, the Nightmare Before Christmas. So for the kids' book club that I host, the um, early reader group is reading this, and so I'm, my daughter read it to me, and yeah, so it it is it parallels uh, the Clement Seymour poem night before christmas um but so sally is only a picture she's only like there's no one there's no one named sally in in this story um but she is her likeness is in an illustration (laughs) um oogie boogie is not in it Oh, he's my least favorite part of this thing we'll talk about him later (laughs) yeah so he he's like an afterthought i feel like yeah, they because they wanted to up the ante, I guess, for mm. the what the um, trouble was, and the, and then pretty much it's like, yeah, Jack's bored, and also he's jealous. Once he stumbles into uh, Christmas town, he's like jealous of Santa and stuff, and suddenly he like steals a bunch of stuff, which like he does in the movie. Um, but yeah, so like the book is way better. I mean, the movie. Excuse me, <laughs> the movie is way better than the book <laughs> because it's fleshed out more. Yeah. Um. And and there's more emotion in it in the movie, <laughs> and because there's Sally in the movie. <laughs> right. Yeah. Major and, character. Yeah. So the so but a lot of I mean it's very close to the original. But no, I understand because like the a lot of the, the main but... story, and I feel like the heart of the story, yeah, is like is Jack, you know, like living this Halloween town, discovering a new thing, wanting that thing, gonna take it from somebody else, and then going and messing up the whole thing. 
Like, yeah. that's the heart of the story, and I, and I feel like that's, that's it could have been that. You know, they throw in Sally, who's an interesting character. Like, I like Sally a lot. You know, and then yeah. they throw in this Oogie Boogie guy, which is, like, not necessary at all, I feel like. You know, I mean, Yeah, Oogie Boogie. It's not a very long Oogie. movie, so maybe they needed to make it longer by giving this other character. But, like, they had already kidnapped yeah. Santa, you know, and then, like, Jack goes and messes up Christmas. He could have just, like, realized, oh, I messed Can't it up. the Santa Claus. Chop yes, that bits. part's great. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so there, there's parts of this that are very strong that I feel like you're saying are in the book, and then, like, stuff that's, like, I mean, the Sally part yeah. is, is good. Like, I, I like her a lot, but then her whole thing is, like, she's in love with Jack, and he doesn't notice because he's obsessed with, like, all this other stuff. So, you know, she is kind of a thin character, I guess, if you put it in that yeah. respect. Yeah, so with yeah. Jack, like, yeah, I like, I really like how they did Jack in the movie because in the, yeah, in the, in the poem, he, yeah, he's definitely... Um, like a, it's it's very s- simple. The poem is very simple. Like you know, the uh, just based on an idea. It seems and like so... the poem would be only like the Christmas night part of the movie because like it kind of. Well, I I don't know this because yeah. I haven't read it, but like it seems like if it's gonna mirror that, like the night before, before Christmas, it's just like you know the Christmas night or whatever. And I love how they yeah. show like everything Christmassy. Oh, there's like every single Christmas reference you could think of, and they like put a dark twist on it. I love it. You know, it's yeah. like all that stuff is so <laughs> clever and so like I, I love I'm it. So that that part I feel like it's the strongest, which makes sense if that was like the original concept. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I like in the movie how they made gave more emotion to Jack instead of him just like like. Like it's it, it's based on like yes he's bored and restless and like yeah wants but it's not like a petty new. jealousy it's like he wants to know what's outside of this world yeah yeah like as learns. much as I love Halloween like if we he had to if we had to only celebrate that <laughs> I'd, yeah. yeah I'd feel a little limiting because I also love Christmas I love Christmas so <laughs> well I love in the movie because so he's it, trying yeah. to understand like he has f- feelings like emotions yeah when he encounters Christmas. But, but he doesn't understand it, and so he's, like, trying, like, he pulls out the scientific method. Oh, man, the whole sequence is amazing. Yeah. I love it. So he's, like, <laughs> trying to quantify it and yeah. to understand it, but then, you know, the message is that you can't, you know, you, there is some things that you... My my favorite just part are, that I feel yeah. like just exemplifies the whole thing is when he's looking at the, the like, paper cutout snowflake. He's like, yes, I'm going to do this. And then, like, he cuts it out, and he just, he's like, cut, 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 cut. And, like, he pulls it out, and it's a spider web. <laughs> it's yeah. like, he's that's try- all that they yeah, can he's make. trying so it's... hard, but it's just, like, no matter, like, what, what you put into this equation, it's going to come out creepy. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's going to come out based on. Yeah, but I, yeah. but I love that. Like, the, the creepy spins they put on Christmas. Like, well, I mean, just to put it out there like for example i love like christmas themed horror movies because like it is such like like i mean i know that's kind of weird but like it is such 
Because, I mean, horror is no, not... I'm remembering some that I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not just like... Well, you know, let's take a light one like Gremlins, you know? That's a, like a scary movie, but it takes place during Christmas time. And it, but it's kind of fun because Christmas uh, is like the darkest time of the year. The and, and it's scene. got some like kind of weird magic-y stuff going on, you know? So, like, like it's kind of... Yeah. Like, Christmas is kind of creepy. <laughs> so, you know, like, I mean, it can be, like, as pure and joyful and, and you know, whatever is, like, what the Christmas Town Jack goes into, but then there's also kind of a darker side to it. So I kind of like this. It, mm. it meshes perfectly when he, when stuff starts happening. <laughs> yeah. There's one scene when he's playing Santa Claus... When he, like, well, you know, he's, like, going from house to house and doing cre- creepy stuff to each house. And, like, there's this one it's scene. So oblivious. So there's, like, a woman rocking in a rocking chair, but all you can yeah. see is her shadow. Like, he hasn't even come into the frame yet. Like, it's already super creepy. <laughs> like, yeah, if all you can you see, see the tendrils if of all the you wreath. can see, yeah, like, before even the wreath is dropped, though, it's just this, like, dark room with a flickering light and the woman rocking in the rocking chair. <laughs> That's hella creepy. And, like, Jack... That another... seems like an ode to something. I, like... Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's, like, from a movie. Yeah, there, there seemed like there were some, like, um, yeah, homages in this. Yeah. So, yeah, but anyway. There's an illustration like... of that in the... Well, it's not a shadow, but in the book, um, yeah, it's it shows the... It's a man-eating plant disguised as a wreath. <laughs> then yeah. it shows the tendrils, like, choking a person. <laughs> like a... Um, yeah. I need to read this poem. I'll get a yeah, kick out of it. I'm yeah, sure. it's, it's good. Um, well, especially my favorite part is... Um, so anyway, yeah, so the, po- the picture book, like, ends kind of abruptly, and, like, there isn't really any, like... Jack learns a lesson kind of thing. I mean, not as nice as in the movie, mm-hmm. which I, I really like. Yeah. Jack's, yeah. how Jack it has, It does have a nice wrap-up, yeah. And then all of a sudden, Santa is free. Like, Santa gets captured by Lock, Shock, and Barrel, but then all of a sudden, he's, like, not with them and telling Jack, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> basically telling Jack, like, <laughs> yeah... Like, I applaud your intent, but... No one does Christmas like me. I don't have time to say anything else to you. I gotta go by. <laughs> like, like that's, that's basically, like, what... And then he's gone, and then it starts, and then it snows, and then everything. Like, well, it doesn't... <laughs> but Jack doesn't like it. Anyway, but my favorite part in here is Zero. Then out from a grave with a curl and a twist came a whimpering, whining, stre- spectral mist... It was a little ghost dog with a faint little bark and a jack-o'-lantern nose that glowed in the dark. It was Jack's dog, Zero, the best friend he had, but Jack hardly noticed, which made Zero sad. Oh. So that was the... So instead of Sally, <laughs> it's Zero in the book that is... Neglected. That loves... <laughs> that loves yeah. yeah, that loves Jack, and but is neglected, and then is, like, so happy when Jack notices him. I that, can guide your sleigh. Yeah. Yes. Zero's like, I can be helpful. Yeah. And uh, and to be so needed was Zero's great dream. So he jo- joyously flew to the head of the team. Yeah. So, like... Oh, <laughs> that's sweet. I like it. So instead of... So that kind of... That role kind of went to Sally, I feel like, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as much as I like Sally, which I do, and, like, part of her whole, like, 
poisoning thing like cracks me up and I'll talk because <laughs> she wants she just wants to go I'll, get I'll talk yeah the house. <laughs> I'll talk more about that later because it's like yeah it's, it's over the top but <laughs> like her her whole character is like yeah she's trapped so I, I understand that emotion but like you know then there's this whole like unrequited love thing which fine whatever you know I don't know um yeah it's just like she she is kind of like oh let's just throw a female character in there with not much to do you know so yeah. Yeah, I like her, though. I do like her. So. Yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what is our first, um, I think Nightshade is the first, well, I mean, not that it's food, really, but, like. Right, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> that's so let's the first jump, thing that's Yeah, let's right? jump into food. Um, the very first thing I have is, um, after the Halloween, like, I don't know if this counts or not either, but, um, yeah, like, after the first Halloween night, um, the mayor is handing out awards, and he's like, vampires for the most blood drained in a single oh, evening. Yeah, that is food, I guess. <laughs> so, like, yeah, food, got it, blood. Alright, <laughs> so, but no, I think you're right, yeah, deadly nightshade, which... The deadly nightshade you slipped to me wore off, Sally. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah, so she, she is captive of this, like, little duck-faced scientist, and I guess she's kind of like a Frankenstein-type thing, like, he, he made yeah, her. Yeah, he created her. He yeah. made her and keeps her captive. And well, so, he thinks she's not ready to be out and about. Which, but. she's so ready, she's so ready. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but, like, <laughs> oh, funnily hey. enough, it, like, even though we discussed this last week, um, or not last week, but like, yeah, two weeks ago on our Practical Magic episode, um, Deadly Nightshade and Belladonna are the same thing, which mm-hmm. I didn't know until I looked it up this week. <laughs> last, last time we were like, yeah, in the book it says, um, Nightshade, and in the movie it says Belladonna. Well, mm-hmm. it's the same thing. It's just like another name for it. I didn't Belladonna. realize. <laughs> Beautiful Donna. Who is this Donna? Yes. Well, that the reason cool. I didn't re- uh, realize that is, like, Nightshade is, is not only deadly, it's, like, an entire family of vegetables. So, it... Yeah, we have some growing in our cow, in our cow field down at the farm. Oh. Like, what type? berries. It's the little orange berries. Oh. Well, not just that, but, I mean, like, night- Nightshades are, like, peppers and tomatoes and potatoes and, like, other stuff like that. Yeah. So it's like a family, but like deadly nightshade is is uh, belladonna, in particular. Mm. Yes, which yeah. yeah. I just remember my mom telling me when I was a kid. Oh, like, okay. That they're like the, the the orange the plants they're like scraggly plants that had um, like orange berries kind of they're like little cherry tomatoes but they're like orange and the cattle would eat them but it didn't affect them. Like, so is that Belladonna? Though no, I don't know. Oh, it's just okay. some kind of nightshade. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, like you were saying, mm, in the family. I don't know about that. I got, yeah, I gotta look it up. That's cool. But anyway, yeah. Oh, so no, my mom knows. S- Sal- Sally's <laughs> motivation is like never not poisoning. Always got to be poisoning. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> never. <laughs> it's like she has this shirt. Never not poisoning. Right. Yeah, so, I love it. yeah, because it's hilarious to me. She's like back to back to back to back. Like every night, she's trying to poison this dude. Like she she gave him tea one night, and she's like out and about, and he's he like wakes up from his tea and goes and grabs her again. Like Sally, run! Hello, you're out. Um, but <laughs> so, but yeah, like, I was thinking because like yeah, poison is the woman's weapon, right? 
And so, like, you hear about all these women poisoning their husbands. And it they, like, poison them a little each day for, like, ten years. Sally's like, nope, every night. <laughs> like, she... Yeah, what is... He's like, that's twice this month you've slipped me deadly nightshade in my tea. And he and still eats like, her food. Like, Three times. <laughs> right. <laughs> she's like, I have to correct you. Like, I did it, I did it more, actually. Exactly. And she's, like, proud of it. Yeah. But, because there's no death consequence in Halloween Town. Yeah. Though, so, it's just... Basically, it's just... To put him to sleep for yeah, so she can go out and you know, so she can escape and have a little fun Halloween night and be in prison the next night. Yeah, but like she, yeah, so she had poisoned him the night before. He catches her. She immediately mixes dinner and poisons poisons him again. (laughs) Like (laughs) because he can't make his own food. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's like if you keep complaining about her poison, like make your own food. Well, he made his own woman, (laughs) which is more complicated than making your own dinner. So, so I, I, yeah, he had his own little story, side story. Right, going exactly. On. Well, in the <laughs> end, he makes his own, like, you know, duck faced, like, crazy, yeah, crazy like looking woman. Like, good. Woman twin. She'll stay with yeah. you. Yeah, make you non poison dinner. Yeah, so that was his, so that was his story, like, throughout the movie, is that he's, like, he had his very own satisfied arc. with Sally. <laughs> yeah. And then little by little, he's, like, working on making this new companion and then at the very end oh has... so this whole movie is about how like it's really about him it's about how duck face scientist <laughs> finds love <laughs> yeah so um after so when um sally follows jack and no or he, she's already in the graveyard isn't she and then he comes in singing and she's like hiding behind tombstones but and then after he wanders into the woods and then she goes to the little herb garden, I guess. Right. And it says... And collects her. Um, hen, henbane, deadly nightshade, and witch hazel. Yes. Those are the three. Yeah. So she, like, has her own, like, poison herb garden. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it says stinking nightshade is henbane. Stinking. <laughs> oh, black henbane or stinking nightshade, yeah. So, okay, so I guess henbane's another, uh, one of those in the nightshade family. And then witch hazel. Like, how many witches are named Hazel? I feel like <laughs> well, a lot witch of witches Hazel, Witch Hazel are. is very nice. Witch Hazel's the actually, like, not offensive one of yeah. these. Because, like, you know... Um, My mom uses it as an astringent. Yes, I yeah. used it, too, as an astringent before I got into, like, K-beauty. <laughs> now I do not anymore. Yeah, so wit- yeah, witches. So those are the three things that... Yeah, so she's got lots of little witchy yeah. herbs, and yeah, and she has her own special pot with its own label, Deadly Nightshade, which she keeps in the cupboard. So, like... Yeah. Oh! <laughs> she's not She's not too stealth about her poisoning, which Yeah, is fine. Sally and her little pots, too, throughout the... <laughs> yeah! She's got, she's got a pot of... A, a pot of fog juice. <laughs> right. It's like a first... My brain was like frog juice, but it's fog. that's what I thought it was too. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I, I wrote down frog juice, and I'm like, wait a minute, that makes sense because yeah, that's how she stops Christmas night. But good thing Jack the has zero or his own little Rudolph to yeah guide him through the night. Um, so at the very beginning of the movie, it's um a a person with a. A pu- basically it looks like a pumpkin headed scarecrow and then it turns out that it's Jack and it's all very theatrical and like whoa and suddenly <laughs> it's Jack and so I was imagining you know how people make those um, it's like 
I don't know what I don't know what they're called, but like it's like a chocolate orb, and then they pour melted chocolate over it, and then it like opens up, and then what? reveals I don't know. something in it, or like to, it does like petals that, and you pour the anyway. So if so, I thought that would be kind of cool. If, it's like if you make a little. If you make like a, I'm not sure what you're talking about. It's probably really obvious if I saw it. I would. Oh yeah, I wish I knew what it was called. But it's <laughs> so yeah. So like so you, like you make a Jack Skellington. This is my vision. You oh make okay. a Jack Skellington yeah. head. Um, like a, out of chocolate or something like that, and then you make you put that inside of a hollow chocolate pumpkin. And then you pour mm-hmm. melted chocolate over that so that the pumpkin, like, melts or falls apart and then reveals the Jack Skellington head. Nice. Anyway, I'll, I don't know what the I name love the concept. Is, but... You're going to need to find me a video. <laughs> like, there, there are ones where it looks like a flower and then the petals fall down and then it reveals, like, something in the middle. But it's like they pour on, I don't know if it's melted chocolate they pour on, or just warm cream, or something like that. Yeah, it's a thing, but I have no idea what it's called. <laughs> Sounds awesome. <laughs> I feel like we need Katharina Kath- to like, tell us. I <laughs> know. Um, so that was, like, the thought inspired by the very beginning. Um, and then also... My daughter is like, he's eating the snow. She's like, I like to eat snow, too. <laughs> so, like, <Yes>. snow cones. <laughs> oh, yes. Because, <laughs> like, that's in the very beginning when, I mean, not the very, but when he goes to Christmas Town and he, like, eats the snow. <laughs> right. So. Yeah, I almost noted that down. But I was like, not truly a food. Yeah, but, yeah, it totally is. Like, when we, <laughs> we, when we were little and we grew up in the South, so it snowed, like, once a year. So <laughs> we made a big deal about it when it yeah. did. But, like, we put out our little bowl and make um, snow ice cream. You know, we'd, like, put out the bowl and, like, let the snowflakes fall in it. And then we'd put, um, like, vanilla and sugar and mix it up. Yeah. And eat it. So that was, well, that was good. We never did that, but I've heard of that, and that's awesome. Yeah, we did that, Yeah. I just no. We, we did that once once a year for several years. That's I think that's so cool. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> yeah, I just grew up with a little ditty in my head over where the huskies go. And maybe Do maybe like a maybe snow. like a little bit of milk. I think yeah, and mix it up. Yeah. yeah. So um, and then so yeah, so we we go on his foray to roasting Christmas chestnuts. Town. Yeah, yeah, so there's lots of stuff there. Like, the bridges are made out of candy cane. Yeah. Um, he meets snowmen who have carrot noses. Um, yeah, roasting chestnuts. Yeah, because oh, yeah, when I think, he's like, this... he says that. And then, and then the smell of cakes and pies are absolutely everywhere, is right. what he says. Yes. <laughs> and then <laughs> Which is great. Mrs. Claus, later on, she is like, you see her in the background putting a whole pie, like, in Santa Claus's lunch pail. <laughs> that's that's right before he I didn't the notice that, captured. but that's hilarious. Yeah, she's like totally putting in a hole. No wonder whole it pie. jiggles like a bowl full of jelly. Yeah. <laughs> so. But then the next scene, so at when he comes back, and then the next food is Sally is at it again. Yes. All right. So yeah, this is what nice. I made for my recipe, which we'll talk about later. Which, my interpretation on this. But, basically, she's making him a soup, um, which she's poisoning 
with the deadly nightshade she has collected, but she doesn't want him to notice. So she's like, frog's breath will overpower anything. Overpower anything. So she got her little bottle of that. She opens it up, <laughs> and a frog like belches his breath <laughs> into the <laughs> stew. And she's like, oh my goodness, she's like bitter. Ah. So she, now she needs something to cover up the frog's breath. So she she gets wormswort and puts that in there. So. Um, so you can taste the worm's word and the frog's breath, apparently, because, like, he immediately picks up on that. But he's like, why did you put all these strong flavors in here? Yeah, he's suspicious. <laughs> yeah, he's immediately suspicious. Um, she very cleverly, or not so, like, she's super obvious about it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she has her little spoon with holes in the bottom, which she keeps, which is handy, because she does this every night. So, of course, you have a, a, a spoon with holes in the bottom. You know, pretends to eat it. Mmm, scrumptious. I love, love how she says that. And so he immediately, oh, okay, I'm good. <laughs> just <laughs> totally like, sucks, sucks down yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. All right. Poisoned. So that mission, whole, mission complete. <laughs> um, with the, the spoon with holes in it. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that is from a fairy tale. I mean, mm. whether that's where the inspiration came from or not. Like, I feel like I've. Or, it feels, or that it's very yeah, it fairy tale-esque, like, maybe. I don't know. Me too. Like, yeah, I, I can see that. But I have no idea, like, what fairy, if, if it is from a folktale or a fairy tale. Like, I can't remember which one, but... Anyway. Yeah, I can definitely see that being a thing. Like, because, I mean, like, and people in fairy tales are always tricking people, like, this mm-hmm. this way or another. That seems like a, a way. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, but, yeah, I was like, I don't, maybe Carrie knows, but, Yeah. So now I like one and no, it has that feel to to me too, but I don't know specifically. No, I think you're I think you're right though. Um, and then yeah. All right, so here we come to the experiment scene. Yeah, like like you mentioned earlier, like how can we recreate this Christmas thing? Um, oh, before that, they describe Santa Claus as a lobster. Oh, that's right, that's right. And then, which later on in the Lock, Shock, and Barrels song. Is a thing, like right? Yeah, because <laughs> I, I yeah I made a, I made a note of it yeah. during the lock, shock, and barrel. Oh, okay, yeah, gotcha. so, yeah. So, when okay, he's describing it the first time. what yeah. Christmas is, he says that it's like a lobster big man. lobster. Yeah, <laughs> okay. which, which makes sense too, because like yeah, he's big and red, and then they think claws. it's claws. Yeah, exactly <laughs> and then so. yeah, Jack's disappointed when he finally meets him. He's like, oh, well, it's just hands. <laughs> so lame. I thought it was claws. <laughs> so, oh man. Hey. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, the scene, the... the Alright, so the, yeah, the whole science experiment. The science scene. <laughs> There's a little bit of food here. Um, yeah, he does experiments on mistletoe, which I would like to point out is also poisonous. So we have our, <laughs> our poisonous Christmas herb. Yeah. Um, he's got a candy cane, which he like dips in some kind of vat of acid or something. Yeah, and, and like, it strips the color. Obliterates it. it. So there is a book... Um, I could put a link to it. I can't remember who it's by. I met the the lady who ma- who wrote this book, but it's all it's candy experiments. It's called Candy Experiments, I think. Oh, but like so when he was doing that, I immediately thought about the that book. Um, what kind of candy experiments? Like that, trying to figure out the meaning. Like of Christmas. putting putting a Mentos in a Coke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that kind of experiment. So it's by Laura Lee Leavitt. And so, but it's it's basic. It was, like, inspired by having all of this Halloween candy left over, and so... Oh, okay. Um, so it's, like, what should we stuff do with to this? do. But, yeah, it's, like, dipping 
dipping candy in liquids and seeing what happens and oh, all that. Oh, interesting. So, Jack, Jack is on to that right now. <laughs> all right, I know. Anyways. Anyway, that just, that scene reminded me of this. But... Now I'm going to have to look into that because that is interesting to me. Yeah, it, like it's like candyexperiments.com has the website <laughs> for it, but. Yeah. Oh, one of the things in his equation, so he's got this, like, whole wall full yeah, of, like... Yeah, yeah, you saw yeah, that. Yeah, he's, like, <laughs> writing, like, da, 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 da. And, like, one of the things is he has, like, chestnuts, and then, like, a line, and then underneath open fire, like, being divided by, but I love yeah. that, chestnuts over an open fire. <laughs> and so, then, um, the, another thing is sugar plum vision... And then right. over eggnog, which is, I thought it was kind of funny because it's like, eggnog is traditionally alcoholic, and so, uh-huh. like, you're having sugar visions. Or, yeah, like, that's sugar why sugar plums are going to be dancing in your head <laughs> after all that eggnog. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so, yeah, so there are a couple of cute things on the board. That's... Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> um, yeah, so, like, yeah, he did the candy cane thing, and then also... Um, he crumbled an ornament into like oh, some right. bubbling or boiling liquid, and it and turned it's, like, green. Super sparkly. Yeah, yeah, I was like, somebody. There are some cocktails out there for Nightmare Before Christmas, but I was like, that that just made me oh, think yeah, of like if someone made. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't. They're probably. I didn't find um, a green cocktail for Nightmare Before Christmas but there are some, oh, some well, other one ones. Of, well, when I talk more about the soup, there's a green drink involved so I'll just leave it at that for now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then during, and then there's a ginger there's a gingerbread man like suspended yeah, in a little like, pitcher. Right, in a beaker. <laughs> like, yeah. As if like from, in formaldehyde. In formaldehyde. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, a preserved gingerbread man. We're studying it for, yeah. I know. To see if we really can catch it. <laughs> and then, but, and then while he's doing that, Sally is, prepares a little basket for him. And so she, yes. she Her concocts. sweet little picnic basket. Yeah. You're working so hard. Let me make you this, like, Well, she concocts and... some kind of special drink and, like, puts it mm-hmm. in a bottle. And then when he opens it, a butterfly, it's like a little butterfly smoke. Yes. So it's like she has some kind of culinary magic <laughs> like yeah but he but he loved like that's kind of like if only she had stayed like because she was down there like and she had hoisted it up with a rope and then he waved to her and then he went into his room and opened it and then and he loved yeah. it like the the little butterfly and he went to, he went to look for her and she yeah. was gone but he like that was a little spark of what he wanted was that kind of wonder. Right, like and maybe newness. he wouldn't have this empty hole. Yeah, that he can fill with Christmas. <laughs> so if she had only stayed there, that because he wanted to talk to her, so like they could have struck up a relationship there, or if, you know, and anyway. So yeah. it's like no, one of the what good ifs. Point. Yeah. Like as we see, she's not part of the original narrative, so that wouldn't work. But yeah. like, yeah, like totally. Cause I, so I like that that was that little spark of, yeah, it's, it's something that touched his heart. And it's kind of cute like, that it was a butterfly and not something, like, yeah, creepy. <laughs> well, that's the thing is that they didn't, because Jack, yeah, was, because when he came back to Halloween Town and was trying to explain things to everyone, they, like, nobody understood. Nobody's getting it. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, they don't understand, so let me just, like, say it in a way that will resonate with them. But, like, Sally 
understood what he yeah. was talking about. Yeah, she got um, it. Sally gets it. Yeah, and so it's... Yeah. But it wasn't <laughs> until the end that they <laughs> connected. But yeah. So I thought that was... That was kind of interesting, though. Was yeah. Just the no, that was that was sweet. And... I liked it. I like I liked the whole pick me basket thing. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's why, because because she also had the same mentality as him. That's why it was a butterfly as opposed to like something. Yeah, like a spider. Yeah. <laughs> or something. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then like you said, there was the fish bones or whatever in the basket. With yeah, not too much more. Like, I, I mean, I've got, like, you know, the whole, like you mentioned before, Lock, Shock, and Barrel calls Santa Lobster Man. Yeah, they're, they're gonna talking about him boiling a butter him in their song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, and Barrel has a black and red spiral lollipop. <laughs> That's right. That he's always... Yeah, uh, those are the trick-or-treaters. I like how they have to have, like, des- designated trick-or-treaters in Halloween Town. Like, some people <laughs> yeah. have to stay home and answer the door. Come on. Like... <laughs> I feel like they're the designated trickers. Yeah. Instead of the... <laughs> Basically, yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. Um, and then Oogie Boogie, like, and we learn that he inhales his food and he eats right. bugs. Um, <laughs> and then... They talk about special brew, his special brew of snake and spider stew, or snake and hmm. spider brew. Anyway, the lock, lock, sock, and barrel um, say, oh, maybe Oogie Boogie will make that for us. Like, we'll make his special brew for us, and it's snake and spider stew. Oh, okay. Um, I missed the part. Which uh, someone made... Oh, excellent. Yeah, let's see. Someone has made it for us. Yeah. Here it is. So, um, Let's Eat Fiction, which is Red Reina, uh, who uh, we've mentioned before in a previous Tasty Time. Um, so, it's a Let, Let's Eat Fiction YouTube channel. So, she made Snake and Spider Stew from Nightmare Before Christmas, which is pretty cool. Um, so, she did, like, noodles and meatballs. It's like a noodle and meatball um, meal. Um, like rattlesnake meatballs? <laughs> I guess. No, it I'm was like the, the meatballs were to represent spiders. and then the Yeah, yeah, of course. Represents. But yeah, that was... <laughs> I'm just teasing. <laughs> I mean, I didn't it's a possibility that someone could do that, <laughs> I guess. Um, yeah, and then there's Christmas tree cookie, and then... There's Igor. Like, Igor comes out of nowhere, the doctor's assistant. Uh-huh. <laughs> because every mad doctor, a mad scientist or whatever has to have um, an Igor. Of course. But it's like all of a sudden he appears, but, like, why doesn't he just make the make the guy's lunch? And so, <laughs> I mean, if there's another person in the house, like... Hey, never not poisoning. <laughs> I know. It's, it's true. It would go against... Her prime directive. She's like, no, 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 let me make it. <laughs> yeah, but he, so the um, duck face guy throws Igor a little dog treat. Uh-huh. And then they show the elves making gingerbread cookies, and it's like on a conveyor belt with like a, they're like walking on a rolling pin that like cuts them out. And so, anyway, <laughs> they have this whole cookie process. Um, yeah, and then the fog juice. So, like, fog juice, someone could make a drink that has, like, I don't know, like, 
somewhere, put some dry ice. I know, I, I was know. about to say, this sounds like a great dry ice yeah. opportunity. And the, and the, some fog, of the yeah. side characters, the town citizens, said, this fog's as thick as jellied brains. <laughs> no, thicker. <laughs> Instead of thick as pea soup, they're like, pea jelly, soup. jellied they're like, brains. We have no concept of pea, pea yeah. soup. <laughs> jellied brains. <laughs> I and like that. I was wondering, so like with Oogie Boogie, they hang out that whole like black light scene, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Um... But, like, is there food? Like, that would be kind of interesting to do, to make some, like, bug food for him, or, like, cupcakes or something, but have him, like, if you put a black light on them. Like, is that a thing? Black light food, or, like... I wonder if you could do, like, if it would... Yeah, so there, that is a thing. Okay, I was about to say, like... all these items now. When I googled it, black light food. <laughs> black light food. I wonder if you have something like white, and the, but you can paint on top of it with some kind of like shininess or whatever, mm-hmm. or something that's like more yeah receptive to black light. I don't know. Well, yeah, like you said, you Google this. <laughs> like, well, and there were like you... a lot of pictures and stuff. But yeah, so yeah, like white foods and chlorophyll. That's what you're you're saying. Yeah, so. Anyway, so that was just a thought, like, if you're having a party or something and, like, wanted to do some Oogie Boogie stuff, like, that might be kind of interesting, the, like, black light. Um, and also in, so, he, yeah, he's filled with bugs and worms and stuff, so there's right. that. Um, in the Kingdom Hearts, in Kingdom Hearts, Oogie Boogie, um, at one point he's, like, unraveled again, like, he's put back together and then he's unraveled again, um, and it's, they look like the sour gummy worms, so they're, like, rainbow-colored. Like, the oh, okay. pastel kind of <laughs> colors. And so, like, that, <laughs> that would, those would be perfect. Just, yes. if anybody likes Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> wants to do that version. But yeah, that's a less gruesome way to do a sack of bugs, basically. Yeah. Otherwise, you can do the, the bendy straw... Jelly, jelly worms. There's like a way that you you make a like a colored jelly, um, so like brownish or whatever, like the color of worms, um, and then you pour it into um, upright bendy straws, and then mm-hmm. it will solidify. And then you just I don't know if you squeeze them out or. Anyway, you get them out of the straws, and they look like worms, like hardcore earthworms. Oh, I have not seen that, but that so, sounds very cool. Yeah, so there's that. And too. gross. But if you don't want it to look that gross, and you want it to look like the more, if you want it to look like the um, oogie boogie innards <laughs> from Kingdom Hearts, use the use the colorful. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's from the tro- trolley company or something. I don't know. They're like sour sh- okay. sugared worms and they're like colorful. Anyway, so <laughs> so that was, I don't know. That was just a, so as I was watching it, like I had different like food ideas or like party ideas, party food ideas that, you know, so not things that were directly in the movie, but just, you know, a little something. No, that is cool. Because a lot of the things I've seen are, like, goody-type stuff. Mm-hmm. Including 
Like those, uh, you want to talk about your, your candied apples, which are super cute? Oh, yeah. Um, where did they go? So, a couple of years ago, I went to Disneyland uh, for the first time ever, and I interviewed a lady that works at one of the candy shops, and um, just to ask her, like, the process and ingredients for the apples. So, because character apples are a huge deal. Like, car- caramel character apples are a huge deal at Disney parks. Um, and so I was just curious about the process. You can, like, you can, sometimes you can see them making them through the windows and stuff. Um, but just details that I wanted to ask her about. So, yeah, it's like a, they get the most perfect and large Granny Smith apples <laughs> that they can find. Um, and then they use wooden, like large wooden um, sticks or, you know, the pointed sticks. And stuff. Yeah. Excuse me, not wooden. They use the paper ones. <laughs> oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> Sorry. I, I was, I have some wooden ones, but no, they use the paper ones. <laughs> anyway, and so, yeah. No one will get a splinter at Disney. Yeah. <laughs> And so, and then they do caramel, and then um, they do candy melts. And so, the, so I wanted to make the Jack Skellington. Um, and so, yeah, so it's pretty straightforward. I mean, it's car- you dip it in caramel, and then you dip it in a layer, a couple of layers of white candy melt, and then you take black candy melt and you um, pipe on the face, the facial features. And then, like, the best way, someone, I can't remember who, a friend or maybe someone I met at the park, I can't remember, like, take an apple corer, like a cutter, it's like the thing you you hold, it has, like, two little handles and you press it down on the apple. Yeah, and it's, like, kind of like a star or whatever. So, like, like use that. So you just slide that over the stick and then just Hmm. press down and then voila, like, that's the perfect way to eat one of those apples. Yes. So, yeah, because they're so sticky otherwise, like you'll tip. never be able to bite into it. Yeah, so that's the yeah. way to go. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was fun to do that, um, just to like kind of m- mirror, try you know, try to do it at home, like how they do it at Disney parks. Um, well, they turn out adorable. Yeah, thank you. And they were really like they were really good. I mean, it's, the steps are simple. You know, yeah. I mean, it's time consuming just to like do the different parts, but like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and they're really awesome to give as gifts, like to, you know, put it in the little cellophane bags and pull a ribbon. Um, yeah. Um, another food, like a food that I was, that I just thought of today, um, that I want to do. So stay tuned <laughs> between now and Christmas, <laughs> because that's the applicable time frame. Right. <laughs> it's um, acceptable anytime. So like dark it really um simple but like dark chocolate cocoa with a candy cane sticking out of it um but then make just on wax paper um make some flat jack skellington faces out of uh, white candy melts white and black candy melts and then so this will be a very (laughs) short-lived decoration but like so and then just peel them off of the paper once they're solidified, and then just float the disc on the top of the cocoa. Oh, nice. I like it. But then, you know, and then it will melt eventually. But, because there are those, I don't know what they're called, but it's like for coffee and stuff, instead of drawing 
pictures with cream or marshmallow or, or foam or whatever, there are these little discs that you can... They make me think of like oblaten wafers, like that kind of... I don't know what material these little discs are made out of, but they're just printed. Mm. They have printed pictures on them, and then you just float them on top of your coffee. Oh, okay. But I was like, I don't know how like how you would make that at home, and so I was like, well, let's just make it out of like white and black candy melts or something, you know, make Jack Skellington's face, and then just like float that on the yeah, top of yeah, some so really dark Enjoy cocoa. it when you first get it, yeah, and then... I mean, if there, is there a way to make, like, black cocoa? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know, but anyway. <laughs> I'm sure there is. If that but, was, yeah. But no, even even just the chocolate, yeah, it's perfect. It just... um, yeah, like, after you mentioned that, I remember there's there's one I keep seeing popping up just on Twitter. Um, I don't know who made it. Um, Ghoulia Childs, who's, who I've mentioned before, who um, mm-hmm. does all the, like, the creepy, um, like, food, basically, repostings. Um, keeps posting one that's like a Nightmare Before Christmas coffee with it drawn into the foam, like the scene where oh, he's yeah. like walking down on top of the curly thing, you know, the, like you know the, the iconic thing. thing or whatever. Somebody foamed that into coffee. I'm like, oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's that. I love it. It's yeah. like that idea, and then some company or more, like it. It's from Japan, but they're like little pre-made discs that you can oh, just okay. float so that you don't have to. <laughs> Yeah, so, you don't have to have yeah. any artistic skills or like you know. But I would love experience. to make. Yeah, them. like <laughs> wouldn't that be fun to like make? Your yeah, own? totally. I wonder, yeah, I wonder if we you should, could just we should like, look into that. <laughs> take, find an oblaten wafer and then like take an edible marker and draw a picture on it, and then you just like. Toss I'm sure you that can, or even just it. or like paint it in something, you know, paint it in. Yeah. Um, whatever. I don't know. Um. So speaking of the spiral, uh, and we mentioned Kitchen Overlord earlier. Um, yes. So on Kitchen Overlord's website, um, so uh, Chris Rachel's website, there she has a recipe for nightmare <laughs> nightmare preceding your winter holiday, pinwheels of madness. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've seen that. <laughs> yeah, so this is from. Sounds this great. Is also, yeah, it's also featured in her illustrated geek cookbook, um, but it's it has art by Tom Gordon. Um, so it's an illustrated recipe, and it's oh, really maybe cute. I have seen this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So these, so it's a just a really nice um, spiral cookie, like simple spiral cookie. I remember my mom making, you know, like red and white ones when I was like really little. Um, but this is taking the idea of that spiral the iconic spiral hill that Jack and Sally yeah are on. yeah so this which is really so that's oh, a, that's a nice. fun recipe um and then another so and then go uh, Jack's face it's like Baymax's face it's like you could put it on anything because <laughs> it's just like white round and then with black facial features like so someone made um this is at Snick Kitchen uh she made Jack Skellington ricotta olive tarts. Ooh. Yeah, so, like, because a while ago, I was like, yeah, Jack's face, like, in a little tart would be so awesome. Um, I like and then seeing someone these, has already um, done it. <laughs> no, that's cool. I like, like seeing savory. these, um, 
these savory exactly i was about to say i like seeing these savory recipes because it seems like especially well first of all like i've I've talked before about how it seems like easier to make kind of sweets because it's easier to come up with like the vibrant (laughs) colors and stuff but also like this is a halloween thing so of course it's going to lend itself to sweets because it's like you know candy and stuff so it's kind of i mean it's it's fun and different to see these like savory recipes so that that's cool yeah, and so these are really not that ones. I dislike the sweets because I don't at all. I think they're amazing. I love them. Well, but yeah, it's but, all yeah. in moderation, right? We, right, right, right. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so this these are just really sweet little tarts. I mean, not sweet. They're sweet adorable. Sweet. Yeah, they're sweet. adorable little like ricotta cheese and olive tarts. Um, they're, that yeah, they're delicious. very pretty. Um, and then, yeah, and then a, a long time ago I made um, cheese pops, like Jack Skellington cheese pops, which I love cheese pops. Just the idea of cheese pops, especially for little kids and stuff, it's um, awesome. So cute food for kids. Um, years ago, made some um, Jack Skellington cheese pops, and I thought that was a very awesome idea. And so I wanted to make some, um, I think it was like a, a Halloween event that I was going to, or I just wanted to make it for Amelia, for my daughter. I'm not sure. But anyway, so, um, I had occasion for them. And so I made some, and I just made a couple of changes. Um, but yeah, it's, so it's a little baby bell cheese. You take off the, the red wax, um, and you can put a, like a popsicle stick or a paper lollipop stick, um, insert it in the bottom and then, um, take, some seaweed or some nori so you and you cut the eyes and then and stick those on and then I used uh, little black sesame seeds for the nostrils and then um, used an edible black marker to draw on the mouth and the stitches oh that's so cute um, so you could use all seaweed for the facial expressions but um, the marker is definitely I'm gonna easier. confess to you one one late night on Amazon I bought a nori punch <laughs> yay so cool. I haven't used it yet but yeah it's got a little piece my neighbors on it. actually gave me uh, one or two because they just got back from Japan so oh how cute yeah, yeah. this yeah no Jack Skellington face but it does have like a panda and a bear <laughs> so yeah. But so I was I thinking about that. I was like, I've got nori sheets now. I can make little Jack Skellington faces on, you know, whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, Jack Skellington's face. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it can be anywhere because it's just, uh, it's just like this black and white and it's like round. And... But it's, yeah, it's beautiful yeah. in its simplicity. Yeah, and it's great because like people have made all kinds of stuff that look looks like him. You know, you can totally it... make a pizza, like a cheese and olive yeah! pizza. Yeah, like, um... But the one, so Skill Up Skillet did something very cool um, last year, this time. Liesl, um over at Skill Up Skillet. She did Sally blueberry scones. Oh, wow. So they're scones, and she um, decorated them with stitches, like with, um, oh. I guess it's frost or glaze. No, frosting. Um, oh, okay. So it's scones, blueberry scones, and then... Um, a glaze on it, and then I'm looking at the recipe now. Um, 
That sounds great. One of my most favorite yeah, things about Sally is when she's, like, trying to get away from him and he grabs her arm, so she just, like, uh, yeah. undoes the stitches and oh runs away. Oh, my gosh. That, that also was inspiring to me. I was like, how can we represent that in food? And I was like, okay, stuffing. Well, because the fact that it's leaves. I was like, so she's stuffed with leaves. And and so, like, you could do leaf something food for Sally, but also, like, stuffing. So you could make stuffing and then, like, stuff it in some um, chicken, like, boneless, skinless chicken breast. And then, like, you know, do a, what what do you call it? Like, so you, f- you flay it or whatever, make it thin. Yeah. And then you can put some stuff inside. I don't know. You can make cut out some little carrot pieces that are in the shape of leaves. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> or, or just like regular stuffing stuffing. And then like, so then bake that. So it's, but then like, would you be able to make a cabbage and baking soda or baking powder blue liquid? And then, I mean like per, the purple cabbage and baking anyway. And then, and then could you, I don't know if it's possible, like, and then you just dip it <laughs> with the chicken turn, eventually turn <laughs> blue. I don't know. And then I don't can, know. This sounds like a kitchen experiment. We it might is. Need, this is we might need to brain. take it to the Christmas lab. Like, 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 <laughs> I know it would totally. Anyway, this, so this is just my brainstorming. It's like, no, I like it. Make there. something to represent Sally's stuffed arms like stuffed yeah but then you're still eating stuffed (laughs) arms yeah that's another thing i don't don't know i love creepy stuff gross stuff i don't know (laughs) yeah so anyway but sally's blueberry scones i love whimsical spooky like you're talking yeah (laughs) i know yeah the the stuffed chicken breasts is starting that was starting to kind of go downhill getting cannibalistic Of course, I did make I, I did make Zubat wings for my Pokemon. <laughs> they looked so awesome. <laughs> they looked really good. So anyway, um, so yeah. tell, and then tell us about that article that you're and you're in. Um, but then there's the spy, the mashed potatoes food art as well. Okay, so there's an article on MSN, which is some Tim Burton inspired uh, treats, and like the vast majority are Jack Skellington stuff. So, um, yeah, just because, like you said, his his face is pretty easy to make, but people have come up with some, like, good ideas for it. So there's, um, like, some lollipops, there's some cupcakes, um, let's see. Yeah, oh, I see that ricotta olive tart you were, yeah, that's also on this list. Um, a lot of Beetlejuice stuff, too. Yeah, more chocolate-covered apples. Not yours, but they look very similar. Um, okay, here we go. Mine so, look better, though. Yeah. <laughs> My, mine look exactly like the ones at Disney Parks. Yours are gorgeous. <laughs> I'll say that. <laughs> Not to disparage this other person, because they're just super just, cute. Just... <laughs> so, okay, okay, here we go. This one is mashed potato moon, purple cabbage clip, and chorizo sausage pumpkins. So pretty. Yeah. It's, it's gorgeous, and like... So it's it's very pretty because like yeah the the purple cabbage makes that like little spiral thingy, um, and like I said I like seeing savory recipes like recreating scenes because like usually the artistic stuff is reserved for like sweets you know, mm-hmm. so yeah it's pretty cool. 
Well, speaking of which, didn't uh, you mention that O.M. Geary, Mike, Mike Right. Geary okay, yeah, so I, I made a note of a couple um, Bento ones I've seen. So um, O.M. Geary has a um, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas box. I'll literally, I don't have, sorry, again, I don't have the link. Um, but I do have a link. There's one on um, Bento Monsters, which is, um, I think you had done um, her for Tasty Time before, I think. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. So she has a Nightmare Before Christmas Bento, which is very cute. Like, one level has um, Sally and Jack, and she's made, like, little, you know, rice ball people. And then she's got, like, some side dishes, which is a graveyard. <laughs> so it's very cute. Yeah, so there's some, there's some good Bento stuff out there. Like, if you just Google, like, you know, Nightmare Before Christmas Bento, you can come up with some cute scenes. Yeah, um, so that reminded me that, like, with the cheese, the little cheese pops or whatever, I did try to make Sally. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I think I have a picture somewhere, but, like, she kind of Oh, okay, but she's a little, she's a little bit more difficult. (laughs) Yeah, well, because her skin, because, you know, because her skin is blue, bluish, and so, uh, but... Yeah, and this one, it just makes her white, but I saw one that had used, like, the, um, like, mashup, um... Uh, black sesame seeds and just made her gray, you know? Yeah, because in Mike's... That worked uh, out to you. Oh, I'm Gary. Yeah, she's like a little like, gray, a little purplish looking. And so, mm-hmm. like, my cheese pop turned out kind of purplish. So I should find the picture, though. And yeah. I don't, I don't know if I'll share it. Sometimes I'll make things and then I don't share it because it's like, no not quite but oh but it was yeah pepperoni. it was like salami stuff. hair or like sandwich pepperoni hair and <laughs> like cheese like um provolone cheese eyes and you know <laughs> sounds delicious i would love to see the picture yeah <laughs> but yeah i know what you mean like i've tried to do stuff that didn't come out quite right i'm like hmm this is delicious but yeah not taking a picture yeah. so <laughs> um and i think yeah and then uh the drunken moogle um so he has a couple of cocktails. He has Oogie Boogie cocktail. And oh, has... what's in this Oogie Boogie cocktail? I'm, <laughs> I'm intrigued. Uh, Jägermeister Spice, Kahlua, <laughs> Root Beer, what? And, and Gummy Worms. It sounds insane. Yeah. And then there's the Pumpkin King, which is... Okay, I'm more interested. Aristoff Black, which is a mixed berry vodka, and then Godiva Chocolate Raspberry Vodka. Um, and then it's got, like, candy. Oh. Well, that sounds delicious. Pep- a peppermint stick in there. I want the Pumpkin King. Yeah. Well, why don't we get into our stuff? So, you mentioned the purple cabbage. Yeah. Already. Is that what you ended up doing? <laughs> yeah. So, I... <laughs> okay, so Disney Magical World 2 for the 3DS just came out. Um, but I... I knew before it came out that there would be Jack Skellington-themed foods in the game. And so that's what I wanted to do, and I might still do it. Um, (laughs) So, like, in the game, there's a cafe, and you make up character-themed food and stuff, and then the characters come visit if you decorate your shop. Anyway, so so they had... um, It's like a, a... It's probably like tomato juice. There's a drink, and it's like red, and then there's... Um, like a little box of candy, and it's like little Jack Skellington heads. Um, and then, and then the other one that I was interested in making was Jack Skellington. They look like um, 
little dumplings or um, like hot buns. I think they're dumplings though, because it look in the image it almost looks like they're in like a pumpkin soup. I don't know. They're like on something orange. <laughs> like so, I don't know if it was like an orange sauce or like a little soup or something or oh, okay. anyway but I think it'd be kind of cool to do maybe a pumpkin um, like roasted pumpkin filled um, hot bun and then um, with Jack's face on it um, yeah. so so I might still do that in the future but um, but I didn't do that for this episode because um, I had some leftover uh, red or purple cabbage and I was like oh let me make a purple soup like just randomly because i have it and then i was like hmm this is really like creepy weird awesome looking <laughs> let me make this somehow make this for this episode <laughs> um and yeah, so yeah something about purple cabbage yeah it does make a nice like different color <laughs> yeah like it's so vibrant and amazing and i really like cabbage soup um and, which actually, I made cab- like just regular cabbage soup, like for our Willy Wonka episode. Right, um, I remember. A while yeah. ago. Um, so, this is, yeah, it's a really simple. So, you take, um, it's just like vegetable bouillon and water and then um, cabbage, c- cut up the cabbage and then cut up some red onion. Um, and so, anyway, so you make the soup, and then you get some shirataki uh, noodles, which is made from kanyaku, which is a plant. <laughs> I think it's a root, a root plant. Let me see. I feel like I just looked this up last night because, yes, it's in my Google search history because it was in, um, it's like a sweet, is it lightning? <laughs> no, oh, like, really? What? Yeah. What the like heck a... is that? It's like, yeah, it's like a spongy it's... root, or, yeah. It's well, they spongy. make jelly often. There's something called, like, konyaku jelly, which is people use for, like, dieting and stuff. But, I mean, it's, so it's kind of, like, it's a healthy thing just in the fact that I don't think there's really anything to it. Like, <laughs> um, and so. Well, it's an episode two of Sweetness and Lightning, whatever Aww. it is. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> and I just Googled it last night. <laughs> um, yeah, so. So yeah, so the shirataki. Um, Interesting. Okay. Shirataki noodles. I've never had it before. <laughs> they're like they're translucent. They're kind of translucent. They're like they're basically like gelatinous noodles, and so they okay. come already cooked. They're not dried noodles or anything. They come in these like squishy or maybe, packages. Maybe I have seen that because I've seen like the glass noodles or whatever. Is that the same thing? Perhaps. Um, I don't so, know. but they're kind of white. I mean, when they're all together, they, they look white. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, like the first time I made this soup, I put I ha- I just happened to have like a bag of these noodles, and so I just put them in, and I was like, oh my gosh, you know that looks so creepy. And then I was like, what if I make the <laughs> soup again, and then instead of stirring in the noodles, I just mound them like uh-huh, I make, make a, a massive noodle. <laughs> yeah, like I make a circle of them on the top, and and then make Jack Skellington's face like with seaweed. So, um, so that's what I did. So it's like purple soup underneath and then it's like a, a layer, just a, like a disc of noodles, white noodles on top and then, um, the face of Jack Skellington. But so, and so then you serve it that way and then the person that's going to eat it will like mix it up and then the noodles 
will gradually like dissipate change. into the <laughs> like it's really cool the color change because they're like whitish and then they turn like kind of lavender and then kind of blue they actually turn blue and then they turn eventually they'll turn a similar color to the the broth like oh. so like a deeper purple so nice. it's kind of cool it's a, it's an experience and then it looks like Oogie Boogie's innards you know <laughs> so it's a, it's a layered <laughs> there are many levels to this dish <laughs> starts off as Jack this Oogie Boogie <laughs> Yeah. Or like if Oogie Boogie threw up in your bowl, like yeah, sounds appetizing. <laughs> and now, yes, now eat it. <laughs> but it it tastes good. Like, and then uh, and then um, I just as a side, like because um, I'm like, yay, black sesame seeds, because black sesame seeds are awesome. Yeah. So just like serve serve aside with um, like a little toast, buttered toast or whatever, with sprinkled black sesame seeds. To nice. continue the creepiness factor. Yeah, creepy. Yeah, what? <laughs> yeah, creepy ingredients. So yeah, we've got. So that's my thing. Purple cabbage, <laughs> black sesame seeds, and creepy noodles. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Nice. Tell us. So tell us about yours. Okay. So I set out to make Sally's poisonous soup. Um, I didn't use any poisonous ingredients <laughs> to make this soup. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I just make kind of, like, a, just a broth, you know? It's not going to be your dinner unless you're, like, a, you know, duck-faced scientist <laughs> guy. So, yeah, like I said, I've been doing, like, a lot of Japanese food lately. So I've got, I, I made some, like, a big batch of dashi a while back. Um, and I froze it in ice ice cube um, cubes or whatever. So I've had it in the freezer. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to use that as my base. So... That was kind of like the frog's breath component <laughs> of the soup because it was like, you know, kind of seaweedy and fishy because I used both the kombu and the, the um, what, what's it called? Like the bonito flakes or whatever mm-hmm. to make it. Um, and so then to make it like beautiful green, I used um, some matcha powder because mm. I keep seeing these matcha soups, which looks delicious. So, started there, and then, yeah, the nightshade I used is um, a green pepper, um, since it's in the nightshade family. So, <clears throat> took some of my dashi and, like, simmered it with a green pepper just to, like, you know, infuse that flavor throughout it. Um, once it was, like, simmered a while, took it out. And then, put the matcha, and then the worms wort, um, oh yeah, that's the, the thing I wanted to talk about. So, um, worms wort is not really, I mean, wort was a common suffix for a lot of, like, herbs in the old English, like, tongue or whatever. Um, I don't think there's specifically a worm's wart. There is a worm's wood, which might be the same type thing. (laughs) But anyway, yeah, what I wanted to say is, like, worm's wood is the main ingredient in absinthe. Um, yeah, like the, the freaky deaky, you know, liquor that's greenish. Um... So rather than use that, I was like, and, it, and, and she says in the movie, it's sweet. So I just put a little mirror in, you know, it's like alcoholic and it's sweet. <laughs> so just a little of that for flavor. So yeah, it's just a broth. And I mean, it was, it's, it's pleasant and nondescript. <laughs> so, but also very healthy. It has a lot of healthy ingredients in it. So I can't wait to see it because I bet the color is probably. Yeah, it's nice and green. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like that soup. <laughs> Yeah, so I guess, I mean, that's about it. That's all I've got for, 
yeah yeah like we'll put a ton of because there are there are a lot of links to people's recipes and stuff i was just noticing that let's eat fiction also did a version of um well she she just calls it worms wort soup so like so she did a version of that oh i saw that too but it's a it's a lot yeah it's a i saw that too it's a lime fruit dip which yeah yeah, interesting looks looks pretty tasty yeah yeah um and then there are some people who um have made like sally's potion bottles and stuff which is kind of that's kind of cool which is adorable yeah if you're doing or just decorative for halloween that's like perfect you know, a lot of people are doing, like, you know, bottles with labels and stuff for, for decorations around your house and stuff. So, very cool. All right, so we'll put um, recipes as well as anything we talked about and lots of links to, um, yeah, all these, like, delightful recipes and crafts on our website at fictionkitchenpodcast.com. Yep, and you can find us on Instagram, Tumblr, and Facebook at Fiction Kitchen Podcast, and on Twitter at FKPod. Thanks so much for listening. Just because you cannot see it doesn't mean you can't believe it. True, true. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Boys and girls of every age, what to do every season of the heat strange. Come with us and you will see this town of Halloween. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. Pumpkin scream of the dead of night. This is Harvey. Everybody make a scene. Flick or tree and then make a sentence. Let's up, Everybody scream. This time, love Harvey. What? How did I do your bed? Teeth grow sharp and the eyes grow red. Are you the one? How did I do your stairs? Figures like snakes and spiders in my hair. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. 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 In this town, we call home. Everyone hail to the pumpkin song. In this town, don't be loving up. Everybody's waiting for the next surprise. Jazzy, honey in the trash can. Whoop whoop! All right. Which is cool because it was originally so like the night before Christmas poem. Yeah. So Tim Burton, can you hear that? I can. <laughs> For some reason, that's my Legend of Zelda amiibo stand. It's like the Master Sword amiibo stand. <laughs> For some reason, it, like, goes off on its own. Like, I, it's it's away from me. Like, I'm not touching it. And it just, like, <laughs> goes off every once in a while. You're okay. off on a quest. Yeah, <laughs> somebody is. I don't know. <laughs> maybe I should, like, go over and see if one of my Link figures is missing. Because maybe he's off doing something. Okay, anyway. <laughs>